I'm going to let a few people join. Let's see. I'm going to, I'm going to let a few people join. Um, and I'm going to try to figure out how this works. I've never like invited. I don't know how that works when you let everybody know that you're on here, but let's let, I'm just going to let, I don't know, let you guys join and then I will answer your questions. You guys are in luck tonight. I wasn't planning on doing a live, but I did this radio show just now for the UK. It's like the middle of the night there. And uh, I don't know, it was like only 15 minutes long and I got all fixed up. And so I was like, well, shit, I got all my makeup on. So, you know, uh, I figured I would uh, just let you guys know and then I'm I'll do it. Let's see. I'll answer some questions for you guys because I was all dressed up with no place to go, put my makeup on and everything and did this. It was a radio show. It was weird. It was so weird. It was a radio show in the UK. It's the middle of the night there and I'm on Zoom, got all my makeup on and literally the woman talks to me for 30 minutes and it was like the weirdest thing. I don't, and I could see me dual, and I was like, maybe I was like looking everywhere. Maybe they thought, this bitch is too weird. Let's get her off. I don't know. All I know is like 15 minutes in, and then I was like, cut off. Okay, thank you, Gina. I'm like, what just happened right now? What just happened? Remind me of uh, dating in my 20s, you know? Um, anyway, okay, so I'm going to take your questions. So I'm fixed up, got no place to go except right here with you. So, uh, you know, let's let's take some questions, shall we? Shall we? Shall we? I got my lighting all hooked up. I'm all ready to roll. I've I'm perfected my TikTok game here for lives. So, I but I do love it when you tell me your name, tell me your question, tell me your name, tell me your question. And you know, I'm always real and honest, as honest as I can be. So, uh, just don't call me ma'am. Just don't call me ma'am. How are you, sir? How are you, sir? Okay. If you guys have questions, um, I will stay here. And answer your questions. If you don't have questions, I'll leave. <laughs> That's kind of how this works. Um, you know, I just love to talk about love and dating. Um, oh, also, you know what? I will talk. Uh, hello, hello. If you was closer, I would take you out. Oh, well, thank you. I'm flattered. Um, let's see here. My first time catching you live. Oh, that's nice. Well, see, like I said, I put a little effort into myself tonight. And then that interview thing I was on, it was like, 15 minutes and then whatever. Okay, so you guys ask me questions though because I love it when you give me questions. But first, you know what I am gonna say? Um, I had my friend Barry visiting me this weekend and we did a couple lives. We did one Friday night and we did one, um, we did one Saturday morning. It was really fun actually. And you know, my regular live, just so you guys know, my regular live uh, that I'm kind of doing consistently now is on Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific. So if you want to catch that, this is like my unofficial, but my official one is Wednesday night, just RSVP in that link above. Um, and what that does is that'll send you a reminder when I go live. So it's just, it's just good to do so that you don't miss me live. Click that link, that RSVP thing. Okay. So you have questions. I got answers. Just tell me your name. Tell me your question. Tell me your name. Tell me your question. Um, and I'll put my glasses on for this. Let's see here. Let's see here. Um, hi, Gina. My name is Audra, and I'm from Vancouver. May I ask how you became a matchmaker? Actually, that's what they just asked me on this uh, interview show I was on. Um, so I was a celebrity wardrobe stylist for 10, for 10 years here in L.A., and, you know, I just love talking about dating. I have loved talking about dating and relationships as far back as I can remember. And um, in the early 2000s, I discovered online dating. And I actually wanted to create my own online dating site. 
even while I was a celebrity stylist. Because when you're working in production, you know, sometimes you're busy and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're busy and sometimes you're not. And so during those lulls, I would try to start, uh, I was trying to start a tech company in the early 2000s, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I struggled for seven years trying to do that. And finally, a mentor, a friend of mine said, Gina, you know, you're so good at connecting people. And I've always been a good connector. I'm obsessed with telling people about good things and connecting. He said, you should think about being uh, an actual traditional matchmaker. And that was different than what I was thinking. I was going to conquer the world on online dating. Um, but I took a leap of faith and I did it. And here I am. I went all in. So there you go. That's a long story. Um, so there you go. Uh do you work with Jewish men and women? I mean, honestly, I work with I work with all kinds of people. It just depends. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. You know, say no Jewish people. Um, sometimes I'm working with Jewish people. Sometimes I'm. A lot of my guys, though, mostly are non-religious, um, and I don't. I don't know what that's about. Sometimes I've found the more educated, the more. Now, this is not tr necessarily true. I've just noticed that a lot of my guys that show up and the more highly educated they are, the less religious they are. I've just noticed that over time. Um, okay, so let's see here. Ah, i got to put my glasses on. Keep your comments respectful, please. Uh, should I block? Tell me who I should block and I'll block them. Tell me who I should block and I'll block them. Because that's so fun. <laughs> I'm going to block this person. I don't even know if I'm blocking the right person. Last time, I blocked somebody and then they wrote to me and said, Gina, I'm a big fan. I didn't. So maybe if I'm blocking you, it's by mistake. So, <laughs> But I will block you if you're just an asshole. All right. Ask questions. Thank you. Yes. Keep it respectful. Um, invite Haley Brooke to go live together. Do you work with Jewish men? All right. If you have questions, hi, do you have a lot of eligible bachelors? So here's the thing about my business, you know, and this is why I love doing the advice and I talk to you guys about the dating apps because I, I, for my matchmaking business, I am at such an extremely high level. I, I only work with seven to eight clients ever at one time because I don't have to work with that many. I charge a lot and I'm extremely particular who I work with. And, you know, to be honest, in a perfect world, I'd only work with one or two clients because I would rather work with one or two clients at an extremely high level and then give advice and everything to everybody else. You know, I just, I find, I just, I don't know. I just love it. What can I say? I like being the hired gun for these guys, but I think in order to do matchmaking well, um, you really have to be very particular who you work with and you really have to keep your roster small, you know? So and that's what I do. Uh, so there you go. All right. What else we got going on here? Boop, 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 boop. All right. Uh, do you match uh, match people wherever I need to? I, I, I follow the instructions of my guys. So it's my male clients who hire me and, you know, and they give me the instructions on what I have to do. And uh, I do, I go to my database. So when somebody becomes a new client, a guy becomes a new client, um, I'll only work with guys I like. I'll only work with guys that I think I can get them what they want. That's super important. That's a key to this business, to my business. But um, I start with my database first, of course. So I start with the women who are in my database. And then from there, as I'm working with them, if I need to, we're, scout we're constantly scouting more women every day um, based on the specifics 
the specific requirements my clients are giving me. So, you know, I've had clients in Paris and at the time I didn't even have women in Paris, but when the guy became a client, we started stockpiling women in Paris or, you know, a client who's in Miami, we start targeting because most of my women are in LA. Most of my ladies are in LA because I'm in LA, but, um, but I also have women everywhere. Um, and, and in, I follow the lead of my clients. So that's, that's how I answer that question. <laughs> um, let's see here. Okay. Oop, boop, boop. Uh, how do you get added to the database? A couple ways. You could either be scouted by one of my scouts if they've seen you and they think you're like the ideal match for somebody we're specifically searching for right now. Um, or if you're not personally scouted by us, then the only other way is really to go to my website, which is GinaHendricks.com, and you click the Women's tab. There's a tab that says Women, and then you have a couple options there. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. And there we go. All right, so I will, uh, I will in this if there's no questions. <laughs> um, one thing we were talking about is like how to how to hit the reset and get in your feminine. Um, that's what we were talking about when Barry was here with me on Friday night and and uh, Saturday morning. And you know, I was talking to him privately, and I I think he was saving a lot of the good information because I think you know for women. It's hard to switch gears, you know, because so many of us, when you're independent, you're like a lady boss. It's very, very hard to switch gears. So I was trying to come up, I was trying to come up with some, some really tangible good ideas on how you would switch gears. And I told Barry, although it freaked him out, he didn't want to do this. So I'm going to do it, okay, because it doesn't freak me out. But I do think one way is like for 30 days, maybe like create a romantic space for yourself with toys and every night commit to your toy and your romantic time with yourself. Because I do think sometimes um, doing that, you know, it, it definitely relaxes you and it'll help you um, just kind of sink into a different mode. I think beyond that, I think you also have to, I think maybe even uh, pole dancing classes could be fun, but I think, I think for more tangible, I think you have to think of it as you being two separate people so that when you go on to the dating apps or when you're going on to a date or when you're dealing with a man and it's not about business or you're not, it's nothing related to your business, it's your other side, that I think it's almost like changing clothes and being conscious of almost becoming a different person. Because I think if we don't go through these rituals, then we're just going to carry that same kind of strong personality over. And it does not work for the type of men, especially the men I work with. What would you say makes someone a great catch? Uh, I think that depends. I think that, that I can't, I mean, if you're asking me what I, then that would be Gina's answer, right? I don't think there's one answer to what makes somebody a great catch. I think it depends on what you think is a great catch, right? Um... Doing toys by myself makes me suit. Really? Really? I think you should commit to it for one month, every night for one month, and see how you feel, honestly. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, thank you. I've got I've got some help happening here. Thank you for helping me. If, yes, if you ask a question and I don't see it, just keep asking it until you get it answered. What's the craziest celeb male you heard of? What's the craziest male celeb you've heard of? Um... Uh, I don't know. I've I know I've known women who've dated Ben Affleck. Affleck. Aff, let me try that again. I've known women who've dated Ben Affleck, and he's 
pretty cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I've known women who've dated Johnny Depp. He's pretty cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I've ran into Johnny Depp myself back in the 90s. Um, yeah, I think, you know what, I think being an actor, and I've heard stories about different actresses too, um, I think, listen, I think you have to think about it. When you actually have to become another person, which they have to become another person, um, it's almost like you have to become a, a sociopath in a way because you literally have to live in somebody else's skin. And if you think that's not going to make you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, it absolutely is. So when they do these roles, they have to believe it. They have to become it. And a lot of times, this is why they are crazy in real life because you can't shed that stuff. You can't be an authentic, real believable actor and not have a lot of that stuff already in you that stays with you. You just can't. It would be too impossible to do. Um, do what most of my clients want younger? Um, no, not really. I mean, it depends. Like my younger clients want younger because my youngest client right now is 25 and then I have 29 and then 34 and then it goes up. But no, even my guy that's like, the reason I really like my movie star guy that I'm working with, he's so cute and amazing, but he's like in his 60s and super hot and sexy, but he wants women around his own age, but they have to be hot. You know, you have to, I find that in, whether it's my business or even the dating apps that, you know, what people want mostly, especially as you get older, a lot of times, I mean, there's exceptions, but a lot of times it's not the number. It's how you look for that number. So if you're hot at 60, amazing. If you're hot at 50, I mean, you know, so it's not really about the number. It's about how you look for that particular age. All right. Um, okay. That's how that works. Let's see here. 10 messages. If I've missed any questions, just ask me again. Okay, so if you're 53 and you're super hot and you're available, then uh, then you can go to my women's page and, you know, click an inquiry and shoot me something. But here's the thing. When you guys send me these, so on my women's page, like GinaHenders.com slash women, when you're sending me a basic inquiry, which that's free, but that's not putting you in the database. It's just sort of saying, hey, Gina, I'm here. And then that's sort of where I determine, like, you know, does this person get the scouted link or because we think that we have a match or not? But those pictures have to be amazing. Some of these, some of you like guys are sending me these basic inquiries and your pictures are just not like, I'm just like, why are you even trying right now? Like you're getting literally a shot up to bat and, and you're like, I brought my plastic rubber bat. <laughs> you're just not going to knock it out of the park. So you better have some epic pictures that you're submitting to me. Because I don't know you, right? So I can only literally go off what you're sending me, all right? So don't make a weird angle. Don't make a, you know, make sure they're like this, good and good and whatever it is, but just good photos if you're going to do a basic inquiry. Because if you don't, then if they're bad and you do a basic inquiry, you'll never hear from me. If the pro, if you've got a premium profile and you, and your pictures are kind of shitty, <laughs> well, then you're going to get me on a Zoom anyway. That's what the, there is a fee for the premium profile, but it's so that I can get there and help you because most people don't pick the best photos of themselves. They almost never do. So I'm always picking better photos for people. All right. Uh, well, you could submit a basic inquiry and see if you're a fit. Best advice for women beginning their dating journey. Wow. I don't know. I would say, uh, what would I say? I would say, you know, I'm a believer in jump, leap, 
leap into the deep end of the pool, you know, um, you, you need to create a profile. I would, and I recommend Bumble. Bumble should start paying me as a matter of fact, but they don't. Um, but I would recommend Bumble. I would recommend creating an amazing profile. You know, I do have one thing that I, I am, uh, I just kind of made it active and it's so incredibly helpful and I've never been promoting it and I've never been talking about it, but I did a live event with ladies um, and there's a replay link. If you go to my Koji bio, that this actually would be the best place for you to start because it's like you're going to get a, like a master's de- master's degree in uh, in creating a date the right dating profile with the prompts and the swiping and everything. I cover it all. And the Koji link above, if you go there, it's like one of those circles. Once you get, you'll see that it's the replay for my live event. And, you know, it's called the uh, the high value man in you because I literally walk you through, show you pictures of examples of how you need to create your profile photos, everything. So I would say if you're starting your dating journey so that you're not floundering and picking bad pictures or swiping on the wrong men, I would say that you click the Koji link and you go there and you and you purchase that replay link. It's not much money. It's just, you know, it's just but it's there if you want to see it. Uh, best advice. OK, so hold on. Let me put my glasses on. Uh, best situation for a first date. What does that mean? Best situation for a first date. I think dinner, happy hour, dinner. Um, you could do lunch if you're, you know, I don't, I hate coffee. If you've watched my TikTok videos, you know, I hate coffee. I just feel like that's so, oh, thank you. Thank you. This is actually in my Amazon store. <laughs> Some of this stuff is also in my Amazon store, Amazon store. Uh, cause it's my style. I can't shake my passion for fashion, you know? And that's the, that Amazon store link is also in the Koji bio. Um, so thank you for that. I would say, you know, I, I think, I think coffee, hiking, those are horrible first dates because it's more like an interview. And I think if you're a grown person who's evolved and intelligent, I think you can get through a lunch. I think you could get through a dinner. Um, you know, happy hour is actually kind of a good idea because it's kind of drinks and can be like just fun snacks and then it could roll over into dinner if it goes well. So I think those are kind of the ideal scenarios. I mean, I personally, I always and only set people up for dinner. Um, so let's see here. Do, do, do. How should I respond to a coffee date request? I'll tell you exactly how to respond to a coffee date request. You say, you say, oh, you know, coffee is so unsexy. And then I would do like a little fun emoji, like a wink emoji or whatever. You can be playful about it. But uh, that's, that's the way I handle that. You know, oh, come on, coffee is so unsexy and with a playful thing. And then usually they'll come up with something better. Um, but here's what I say about what, if the man is stupid, I prefer coffee. <laughs> Stella, that's so rude. Um, if he's stupid, why are you going out with him anyway? Like in the first place, you should always be doing a call to pre-qualify people before you ever go on any real dates. You should absolutely be pre-qualifying, okay? And now you guys made me lost, lose track of what I was going to say. Oh, oh, wait, and it was going to be a good one too. Um, yeah, oh, well, it's gone. Maybe it'll come back. Um, how do I forget about mean people? I mean, honestly, I think I, I, you know, that somebody rattled me last Wednesday night on the, on this thing because they were such an asshole. And you know, lately I'm on a roll. I, all you guys are so nice and amazing. So, um, I've been a little spoiled. And so this person came out of left field and they were just such an asshole. 
And then, you know what, afterwards, and they rattled me, but that won't happen again. But, you know, um, because the truth of the matter is, somebody who's mean, somebody who needs to, like, shit on you, their life is so horrible. And that is the truth. Because if you're in a great place and you're happy, you're not going to go trolling on anybody else's thing. Like, I couldn't even fathom doing that. Why would I want to do that? I'm in my lane and I'm having... So I think that you just have to realize... If somebody's mean, if somebody's an asshole, that's a reflection of them. It has nothing to do with you. It has, even though they want to make it seem like it's you, it makes them feel better to make you upset. So you just can't let it affect you. You just can't. Uh, yes, I know. I know. Thank you. I was talking about how coffee is unsexy. Yes, it still is unsexy. Um, alternative for Bumble. I don't want... Oh, okay. I'm glad you said that. So let's talk about Bumble. Let's talk about approaching. Women say like, oh, I don't want to approach first, but I have the strategy. Here, you can always get my book. Boom, The Great Man Hunt. All right, The Great Man Hunt. You can always get my book. It's on Amazon. But I walk you through a strategy. So part of my strategy that I talk about in my book is that on Bumble, yes, you have to start talking first, but you don't have to make the effort first, okay? What you need to do on Bumble Get your pen and paper ready. What you need to do on Bumble is when you swipe on these guys, and if you're not in my Badass and Brilliant Women's group, you can go to Facebook, Badass and Brilliant Women, and you can, I've got like a hundred, I'll be honest though, I'm behind accepting requests um, because I'm getting a new assistant and, I, and I'm and i a little behind. So uh, you, can at, you can send a request to join Badass and Brilliant Women. This is where we're having a lot of discussions. But the ladies have been testing my theories because my theories are usually always right. So on Bumble, you could match with 30 men, but you need to never write to 30 men. You need to wait until somebody extends the time. So if it's two of those 30 men who extend the time, that has now separated the men from the boys. So he has now made, technically, the first move. And that is on Bumble, okay? This is why I like Bumble, because I've got this whole strategy and formula, and it works if you work it. I think too many of you think, oh, somebody likes me, they match with me. But you have to remember, likes and matches mean nothing. It is such low-level effort that it means absolutely nothing. It does not matter matter if you tell me, oh, Gina, I was on Bumble and, you know, 50 guys matched with me. You know why? Because they're like this, or, 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 you know, they're not even looking. But they'll match with you. But here's the thing. Then when they match with you, then they'll go and read the, bi- the Bible. <laughs> Maybe. Then they'll go and read your bio. Then they'll do a deep dive in your photos. And that is when, that's when they're really paying attention. And if they're really interested, they will extend the time. All right. So that's how you do that on Bumble. Um, Bumble hasn't worked because women lack communication on there. I mean, I, uh, I don't think, I don't believe in blanket statements. I think it's who you pick. It's your choices. So like when women tell me, you know, all men are looking for money or all men are whatever horror shows, it's, it's, you've got to take responsibility because it also is, is who you're swiping on and who you're choosing. Okay. Um, I got ghosted for the first time last week. The guy is a regional exec for Nike in Texas. I don't know why. Well, at what part, at what at what part did he ghost you? Like, did he ghost you after a date? Did he ghost you after me- a few messages? You know, because I think that here's what you guys have to remember, too. It's like in that initial messaging phase, and just you have to put yourself in other people's shoes, you know? 
Sometimes, not always, because you may think like I'd get back to somebody right away, but people have a lot going on in their lives. So you may have matched with each other. You may have even exchanged a message with each other, but maybe that person was just about to go on a second date with somebody when they matched with you. And then they liked that person. So now they're not going to circle back to you. But you should definitely leave people in the queue for a while. I don't believe in this, I'm going to unmatch with them. It's like, that is the silliest thing. It costs you nothing just to leave them there. I think you guys think, I'm going to teach them a lesson. I'm going to unmatch. They don't notice. They don't care. Just keep them in your queue. Because timing is everything. And maybe it's just not the right time. All right? So, you know, I don't know at what point this person ghosted. But sometimes they ghost for a lot of reasons. Sometimes maybe there was a death in their family. I mean, you know, financial. They, you just don't know what people are dealing with. So, you got to give people a little bit of wiggle room, you know? Um, how do you force yourself to take the first step and start? been single for a year and I'm stuck. Oh, uh, you know, honestly, I swear to you, you should watch the replay that I did for my live event with my ladies where we're swiping, we're doing swipe sessions on, I'm reading men's profiles. I'm telling you what, what to look. I'm we I go through all the different dating apps, what to wear, how to show up the whole shebang. And it's in that replay link. If you click the Koji link above. This is honestly like such a comprehensive thing I laid out. Like if you guys think I lay it out here, man, oh man, I was, that's almost like two hours long and I'm like going through everything. I have presentations. I have everything. <laughs> it's in the replay link. All right. Um, let's see here. Sunday night. I'm like, I'm liking you guys being here on a Sunday night with me. Um, what's your impression about affluent men who DM girls in Insta and travel often with them. Uh, not a lot. <laughs> um, they're playboys. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm so careful about the guys I work with. I mean, you know, people want to meet people in real life. But here's the thing. If a guy is so comfortable coming up to you or slipping into the DMs, it's because he's had a ton of practice. And usually these guys are running it like a numbers game and they're sliding into a lot of ladies dms and you really really have to be careful i don't trust any of those guys that slide into the dms i just don't Ah, thank you so much uh hey send me um send me some roses <laughs> or hearts or whatever that's so fun on here if you like what i'm doing share how about that if you like what i'm doing share and and send me the hearts or the roses things that's kind of fun oh thanks lens i love it so fun thank you um I'll find the replay link. I'm already in your Facebook. Oh, great. Okay. I need a smidge more to jump in. Okay, Lens. Good. I'm glad you're in the group. Um, yeah, as you notice, I've not even talked about buying the replay link in my Facebook group because I just have so much going on that I forget about all these things that I got that I've got to help you. Um, what do you guys think of? Uh, how do you say it? Patreon or whatever? I'm thinking about doing a Patreon thing for a private community so that like, you know, you guys can kind of even network with each other. I'm going to have a private text phone number where we can stay in touch. Um, you'll get special text videos from me. I already have it. I haven't released it yet. I'm kind of working on it behind the scenes. Because I want to, I just, I don't want to even tell you guys about, like, it, it put the link out there until I know it's right. But I think it's going to be a great way to connect with me and get me, get all the answers to your questions when I'm not here. Because between Instagram and all these, like, different mail things, I can't keep up a lot of times. And I, and I know a lot of you need the help, you know? Uh, okay, this is a good question. What celebrity couple do you think could make it long term? That's a really good question, Libby. Uh... 
Let me think. God, there's so many celebrity couples. Let me think about this. Uh, you know what? I did a video about J-Lo and, and Ben Affleck, right? But, um, and I was saying that I just don't think it's going to last. And maybe I don't think it's going to last, but then I was reading an article today and I, and it, and it get, it was a good point um, where Jennifer Garner's like, thank God I, he's off my plate and he's on her plate. You know, I think um, come hell or high water, especially since they had that huge event and it's been such a big thing because, you know, she cares about image, uh, Jennifer Lopez. She care, you know, image is everything. So I think come hell or high water, I mean, that guy, Ben Affleck, might be in hell, but I don't think Jennifer... Uh, J-Lo is going to let, uh, let this marriage fall apart anytime soon. If, if, you know, if it's not just love, it's, it's image, you know, so that thing's definitely going to, going to last. The George Clooney, Amal, Amal Clooney thing is actually lasting a lot longer than I thought it would. I wasn't convinced it was a real marriage. Um, but maybe, maybe it is actually, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, so there's just so many, so many couples. I mean, Brad Pitt, I, you know, he was my neighbor back in the 90s, which was so fun. Um, but, uh, you know, supposedly he's dating, um, what's that girl's name that's getting divorced? Ratowski. Um, but I don't know if that's true. I think he needs to date somebody who's not famous for a while. Um, but he tends to always, almost only and always, as far back as I can remember him and knowing him in West Hollywood and when he was with Juliette Lewis back in the 90s, he's always dated actresses and um, that's always been his thing. So I don't know if he'll ever date anybody that's not famous. Um, decline. All right, I'm going to put my glasses on. I'm going to take a couple more questions and I may wrap this thing up. Um, but you guys can always, what? You can click the Koji. If you click that Koji link, that pretty much will route you wherever you need. You need my Amazon store. You need my replay link. You need my website. You know, whatever you need, you can get it up there in that Koji link thing. Um, but I love these questions. It's so fun. Um, some I already answered that question earlier about how did I get into matchmaking. Um Oh, thanks, Erica. I'm so glad you are catching me live. So, you guys, I'm just reminding you again, use the RSVP link that's in my bio because that is, I officially, this is unofficial tonight because I got my makeup on and I did this radio thing and it was only 15 minutes long and I was like, well, hell, what do I do now? I don't want to just take off my makeup. So, that's why I'm live. But officially, I do lives every Wednesday night here at 6 p.m. Pacific. So, that link above, the RSVP link, um, will alert you if you RSVP, it'll alert you when I go live this Wednesday night. Okay. And, um, so do that, click that link so you can join me. Mila Kunis. Yeah, they probably, you know what? Good point. I'm glad you brought that. That will probably last for sure. Yeah. The Mila Kunis, Ashton Kusher, Ash, Ashton Kutcher, although I did hear he's quite a, quite a douchey douche. Um, but yeah, they've known each other a long time and you're right. It'll probably last. Um, okay. Oop, oop, oop. Where I'm originally, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, all my family is still there, but I've been living in Los Angeles since 1989. Um, what per worst profession? Hey, Haley, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a spontaneous live tonight. Uh, what professions to date? Oh, that's a good one. I would say sports stars are probably would be challenging, um, just because of you know, just you know the reputation, right? 
Firemen are notoriously players, right? There's exceptions. There's exceptions. But I would say, you know, some policemen, firemen, uh, professional athletes. Um, oh, God. What else would I say? What else would I say? Postman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be interesting. Does the postman cheat? Does the postman always ring twice? Hmm, maybe. I mean, definitely, you know, movie stars. You know, I think that if you're going to marry like a celebrity um, part of the deal is that you have to know there's going to be a lot of women throwing themselves at them constantly. Con I'll tell you a story real quick. Years ago, again in the 90s, the good old 90s, um, I my girlfriend was dating Duff from Guns N' Roses. I've known those guys in Guns N' Roses. They were some of the first guys I met when I moved to L.A. in the 90s, um, in, in the late 80s, actually. Anyway, I was out with Duff one night. Because I don't know where my girlfriend was, but I was out with Duff, and we're standing there in this club, and this girl, beautiful girl, comes up, and she just, right, she doesn't know if I'm with him or not. She didn't know if I was, she didn't care, but this happens all the time with celebrities, okay? She grabs him, she whispers something in his ear, and he's looking at me like, what do I do? And she handed him her number, right in front of me. So yeah, so if you want to date a celebrity, rock star, movie star, sports star, that you got to be prepared to, you know, pretty much handcuff yourself to them. And, uh, and it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with. Um, but you know, as long as you know what you're in for, the mailman is text you, not ring the bell. Uh, no, it's the postman always rings twice. That's a movie. Um, okay. Oh, pilots. Yes, that's another good one. And I should know that because I was a flight attendant. Yes, pilots. Thank you. So I've had three careers. I was a flight attendant for Delta Airlines for nine years. Yeah, pilots. Absolutely. You're right. Pilots, firemen, sports, uh, athlete, professional athletes. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, and why? Hmm, because I guess they can. Um, what do you guys also, you know what I was watching today on TikTok? What do you, I'm curious what you guys think. There's this girl on TikTok Roxy something, and she targets, uh, like if somebody's bullied her, if women have bullied her, she goes and she targets their husbands um, and like flirts with them and tries to see if their husbands would cheat, essentially. I mean, not physically cheat, but at least she wants to see if she can get them on the hook. And, you know, and of course the women are furious with her and stuff. And uh, I just found it very, very fascinating because, you know, I think as women, we want to try to, it's easier to blame I mean, yeah, definitely she's going and tempting them. But if the guy was like a solid good guy, he couldn't be tempted. You know what I mean? So I see things from both ways because I think sometimes we want to get mad at women and like call women homewreckers. But, you know, it's like you need to, your dude is the one that really has a responsibility to you. A woman who doesn't know you, she doesn't have any, what, is she, what responsibility does she have to you? Nothing. You, your guy has a responsibility to you and he should not be able to be tempted. Anyway, I'm launching into that because I was watching those videos today. Um, yeah, you have to look it up. And I might do a duet with it. Um, let's see. Ooh, there's why those women hurt her for no reason. Um, I saw her videos and she's lying how men responded. Oh, okay. Many women asked her for screenshots. She, I, today I was seeing some screenshots. I mean, listen, I didn't spend hours. I was like glancing when I was walking my dogs. But I, but I just, it, okay, so regardless of her, I just think the subject matter of how women want to blame 
the woman, but they don't seem to hold their man accountable. And I think that your your guy is who's supposed to love you, who has made commitments to you. He's the one you really should be going after more than the woman because the woman's not obligated to you in any way. I mean, it's shitty, absolutely shitty. But, you know, it's your dude that's really the one that's supposed to be uh, having your back, you know, and your front and your everything else. Um, five Ps. I don't know what that is. Okay, hold on. I saw that girl. She is funny, and it shows how guys are not that clean. Yeah, I mean, you know, they say, you know, women cheat because we don't feel um, like an emotional connection. Like, we're missing something emotionally. Usually when women cheat, it's because we're missing something. You know, the guy's not giving us something um, that we need emotionally. Whereas they say men cheat because of opportunity. <laughs> and uh, I guess depending on the guy... That is kind of true, um, unfortunately, but it's not always true, okay? I don't want to freak you guys out. All right, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here in a minute. I'll take two questions, two more questions, and then you guys can get anything you need in my Koji link from me, whatever you want, Amazon store uh, for my jewelry or whatever, my replay link, and RSVP because um, Wednesday night, I'm specifically going to be talking about the affluent men and specific to my affluent men clients and what these guys look for. In fact, all this week on TikTok, you guys, I have a whole theme. I'm doing every video this week is about different things about the affluent man. So make sure you check out my videos all this week. I'm just testing something new and the whole theme this week, because you guys seem to love when I talk about this stuff, is the affluent man. All right, so I'm going to do two questions. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Uh, is your book, you know what? No. Well, one of my books is available in audio. Okay. So this is my first book. Hang on. Stop being a bitch and get a boyfriend. I wrote this in 2012. It's actually a funny book. It's a funny, you laugh at yourself. You go, God, I didn't know I was that bitch. And it's funny. So, and it's not about actually being a bitch. It's about the different personality types we take on. Um, when guys enter the picture, like we're great, amazing women. And then all of a sudden when a guy comes along, we like spin out and we become the mama bitch and try to get him all fixed up or the needy bitch or the picky, but whatever it is, it's a fun book, believe it or not. And it's, uh, and that is on audio. Now the great man hunt, I was just thinking today I should put it on audio, but that's just another thing to do on the list. Um, okay. So let's see here. Do, 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 do one more question. Okay. All right. Here's, this is how we're going to go out on a high note here. Um, oh, okay. First of all, I'll say the Andrew Tate thing. People have been bringing up Andrew Tate to me. I'm not that familiar with him. I've seen some of his stuff. I have no idea why he would be banned on social media. Um, I'll put that on my list to look in, look into, look into that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's up with all that. Okay. But here's the great question. This is a great question. This is a great place to end this thing for tonight. All right. And then RSVP and join me Wednesday night. If you like, if you like me and you like what I'm doing, RSVP for this Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific. All right. Do you think long distance dating is too much of a risk? Okay. Here's what I think. I think it's not easy. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, risk. I don't, I don't think that's any more risk than any kind of dating, really. It's, it's, it's got to be two people who are committed to making it work. Um, I think that you have to make sure that one of you is able and willing to relocate. I think that you've got to stay connected through a lot of video calls and not just text messaging. It's got to be, you've got to stay connected as much. And, you know, fortunately with technology these days, there's so many ways through Zoom or FaceTime where you can actually 
stay connected, even if it's long distance. So I don't think it's a risk. I think it's definitely more challenging and it has to be two people who are really determined and committed to make it work. I also think there has to be some sort of end game, like when you're going to be going there permanently or when, you know, you can't just have some sort of open-ended, we're dating long distance. It's got to be, you've got to have some pretty tangible goals in place. Like, you know, if it goes well, maybe I'll move there in six months or, you know what I mean? And it has to be clear communication from both people. It can't be just the lady leading it along, which I know a lot of times you ladies do. You're like resuscitating this thing. You're keeping it alive, but you can't. It's got to be two people who are equally invested in the relationship. Okay. 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 Now I'm going to go take off my makeup and, uh, and, uh, and watch some TV. All right. So you guys have a good night. I'll see you Wednesday night, 6 PM Pacific right here. Get your questions ready for me and, uh, RSVP. So you'll note, they'll notified. Ooh, keep the roses coming. Carts coming. I love it. I love it. Um, RSVP. So you'll be notified when I go live Wednesday night. Okay. See you guys. Have a good night.